Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For black men, I think it's really important to realize that you can't consistently practice self-care, be effective with it if you do it alone. Because I think maybe one of the images that people also have that I, I want to dispel is that this is sort of an individualized thing. You know, yes. self-care means sort of separating, isolating. It's all it's about me. I'm, I'm taking care of myself. But if you're if your focus is on just addressing those needs and wants and you understand how wellness and success is achieved in this society, we don't do it alone. And self-care is no different. Wow. You need a self-care homeboy partner. You need a self-care dream team. Because you can't address your social, emotional, spiritual, physical, artistic self-care needs consistently by yourself, 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 by yourself. Welcome to Wow Black, a seriously opinionated podcast bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while Black. If Black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all-Black everything. All right, welcome back, Wild Black. Another dope episode. This is your boy, Art. Vince is out today. Uh, We'll be sending all our love to him through this episode. And today is another episode where we got an expert who's going to talk to us about a super important topic uh, to our community. I'm I'm thinking that everybody who is listening to this episode is going to love it. Uh, Feel free to share it um, because I can tell you going into 2022, 2020, first half, second half, third half, we're going to need a lot of the love that you're going to get in this episode today. So before we jump into it, let me tell you a little bit about this brother, Uh, Dr. Brian McGregor. He's a community psychologist with over 15 years of experience in performing needs assessments, program evaluations, and clinical and community-based research aimed at advancing health equity. He owns McGregor Research and Consulting, LLC, which offers consultation and program evaluation services with a focus on educational health and criminal justice initiatives. He is also a therapist with ACOMA Counseling and Consulting that provides outpatient individualized psychological care for children, adolescents, adults, couples, and families. In addition, Dr. McGregor is also an adjunct clinical assistant professor in the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences at the Morehouse School of Medicine. He serves on multiple boards, including the Academic Consortium of Criminal Justice Health, the Georgia Prevention Project, and a National Advisory Board member for the Forever for Forever Family, a nonprofit organization serving children and families in Georgia with incarcerated parents. Dr. McGregor, welcome to Wild Black. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's good to be here. 
Yes, yes, indeed. A lot of amazing accolades and, and things that you've accomplished over, over that time and that, and that span of, of just reading that. I always want to kind of hear, is there anything else you want to add? Our, our listeners love when, when you know, our guests come on and they flex a little bit, kind of show them, you know, <laughs> what you're really about, what you really do, how you really get that. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I um I'm a I'm a native Atlantan and uh, mm. born and raised, born at Crawford Long Hospital. I've been here, you know, all my life, went away from school, came back, but I have some pretty good ties to the community and being an uh an academic, but someone who uh focuses on uh community activism, yeah. you know, I like for the work to have application and utility and benefit for everyday ordinary people. I don't want it to just sit on a shelf, mm-hmm. you know, collecting dust. Yeah, yep. <laughs> you know, I, I like for for the things that I that I produce, whether it's something that I, I write, uh, to be useful uh to people in the community. And so I am, you know, looking forward to some of the things that that I've been working on to come out to benefit folks. Um, I'm a, yeah. I'm a self-care consultant. I know you're familiar with, uh, sister Anana Harris Paris. Mm-hmm. So she yeah. and I got something cooking that, that we're going to be really excited to share with folks nice, um, pretty nice. soon. And, uh, yeah, I, I do, you know, different things in the community around cr- criminal, uh, justice or the criminal legal system and mental health in particular. Uh, I've done some work to help uh, the pre-arrest diversion initiative in, in Atlanta, doing some program evaluation work. And people may have seen that that has now um, gotten some traction and there's been some support for, you know, providing alternatives for people uh, other than sending them to jail when they really haven't, you know, they've done sort of what people call quality of life crimes. But really it's about decarceration and uh, and, and getting people out of that, that system and, and changing it. At yeah. the same time, thinking about it in a different way. So anyway, just yeah, yeah just a couple of things on, on that on that front. Hey, that's cool. I, I I like the fact that um, you know, some people maybe dabble in something, but they don't necessarily do it or use it for the benefit of the community. And I, mm-hmm. I like how you you you've embedded like your work or your life's work into ensuring that you're helping the community on many different fronts and many different levels. That's that's the goal. Yeah, that's definitely the goal. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. <laughs> we always get into our wild black shit. And wild black shit is basically, and all our, our listeners already know this, but three questions, two of them get you warmed up, and then the last one is our signature question. So you ready to go? I, I am. Okay. I wasn't before because when you said wild black shit, I thought you meant W-I-L-D. And I was like, oh my goodness. Some, look, what some, is this going to be? Look, sometimes it do get a little bit like wild, but but no. That's it's, what it's, it sounds like. Not wild, but wild. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, look. but I, I think I can handle W-H-I-L-E. Okay, okay. I can handle that. I love it. I love it. Okay, so, so first question. We'll start you out. We just coming out the holidays. We're kind of in the holidays, kind of coming out the holidays. And, you know, we generally have like, uh, as African-Americans, we have traditional, um, sometimes we have a traditional feast for Christmas, right? And then sometimes it's Mm -hmm. non-traditional. First question. This year, was it traditional for you or non-traditional? Oh, it was definitely traditional. Okay, my man, my man. This this question is for you. This question is for you. Now, here's the question. I need you to pick... The sole food option 
that is in your quote-unquote professional opinion mm-hmm. that has the most positive mental health effects for black men and why? Here are the options. Mm-hmm. We got dressing. Yeah. We got greens. Mm-hmm. We got sweet potato pie. We got the amazing mac and cheese. We got chitlins. We got cornbread. And then last, we got apple pie. Which, what oh, you that's picking? A long list. It, it is. It is. It is. Because mm. you got some all stars on mm-hmm. that list. Man. Yes. Yes. You can, Yikes. You can, pick, you can pick two. You can pick two. Mm-hmm. You can pick I'm, two. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with uh, um, greens. Okay. Definitely. Um, because that's like black folks spinach, man. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? like Popeye, right? Yeah, yes. That, that, you see where I was going mm-hmm. with that? I like know? that. I like that. All that iron, and then you know all the different twists we put on it with the you know garlic, mm-hmm. and you know some people throw a turkey in there. You can do it <laughs> vegan and it can be slamming. You can do it without it. Yep. You know, I put everything on my plate. I put hot sauce on it. I just spin that plate around and just go to go to town. That's so, it. That's it. Look, that's if, the if, one. If you don't put hot sauce, and this is for all of this, if you don't put hot sauce on your greens, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you're going to get the side eye from me. Right, I don't know sure. what you're doing. You got you to gotta have hot sauce. Okay, what kind of hot sauce you use? Oh, it's either got to be the Bull, okay. Louisiana Hot Sauce, mm-hmm. or Texas Pete. Okay, okay. That's you, pretty much it. Like You repping the I South. Will, That's what that is. You repping the South strong. You, you already know. Okay, okay. Yeah, born, okay. born and raised in Decatur, where it's greater. <laughs> Got you, yes. Yes, okay, greens. Bing, I'm, I'm with you on the greens. There it is. Now you got to pick one more. Oh, sweet potato pie. I was going dessert. That was that see, was a no-brainer for see, me. Man, me and you got the same palate. Cause I, I'm I'm hundred percent right. on the sweet potato pie. So so oh, absolutely. I love the fact that uh, the the black people spinach, right? Like that's that's <laughs> that's strong. Like which now what you right. think about that sweet potato pie? Yeah, what? sweet potato pie is a staple. Like you can't even say the word without throwing me back in my mind to my grandmother. <laughs> At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. 
In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. House, my mom's house. Like I'm already emotionally connected to mm-hmm. to the to the word because it's just I, I remember them making them. Yep. You know, coming out the oven. Yep. Getting my hands smacked for trying to eat it before mm-hmm. I had dinner. Yep. Before they cooled down. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we saw that whole patty pie craze that happened. <laughs> there was a reason for that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that movement was real and there was a whole bunch of yes. thoughts behind it. It it it, it memories right. behind that. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Okay, you you killing that question. Yeah. I love that. Sweet potato pie, my favorite yeah. too. I got one. I, matter of fact, I just ate a piece of sweet potato pie before coming on today. So, yes. There you go. That's how I know it's going to be a good show. Look, shout out to Sweet Potato Pie. Shout out to Sweet Potato Pie. <laughs> all right, second question. And I guess I'm I'm feeling real foodie right now because all the questions is, is stirring from, I guess because I've been eating so much over these past few days. I got you. What food do most black families say gives you good luck and prosperity entering into the new year? Is it is it black eyed peas? You know it. You know it. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. it. That's it. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I thought so. I you know I, I used thought to... so. <laughs> when my mom I was used like, to say wait that. a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. This is a trick question. But no, it's not. It's black eyed peas. It's black eyed peas, <laughs> yes. Because you would think greens, right? You think oh, Yeah, I was starting to go there because I was already thinking about it from the previous question, but mm-hmm. no. Yes, black eyed, black eyed peas. That's the move. Black eyed peas. I'm, I'm a little worried about my daughter because she didn't eat any. Uh, for Christmas, so it's like, hey, we got to get you, you got to get some in. <laughs> it's mandatory. <laughs> on New Year's. Mandatory. Yeah. For, even if it's five five P's, she got she to gotta get them in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got it. All right. Now, here, here's this third question. This is our signature question we ask every single guest. Okay. What, what do you love most about Life While Black? Ooh, Life While Black. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I, I love, I love the creativity in our resilience, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna break that down a little bit. So, you know, we're all at different stages. Some of us are surviving, some of us are thriving. You know, mm-hmm. which which I, I I want us all to get to, but at every phase stage of life where you find us, we are bouncing back. We are we are moving forward. And we're doing it creatively in terms of how we <laughs> cook food, in terms of how we make money. Yeah. Um, and I think that these tools that we have through social media are showing how creative we can be because folks are, they have these platforms to be able to share it with others in terms of how they're moving through life. And I think it's yeah. just beautiful to see, you know. So I, I'm most, most appreciative of. Our creative resilience. Yeah, that's so true. 
So true. Mm-hmm. Think about all of the, the the viral TikToks and the viral Instagram posts and, and mm-hmm. all the memes and the folks that's behind them. And you're like, oh, okay. We we kind of driving the whole creative, the creative yep. space. And it's beautiful. Exactly. We got we get, you know, you it. got all these different artists. You got uh, scientists. I think it was a sister who was leading the research for uh, for the COVID vaccine. Yeah. You know, I'm just yeah. thinking about examples of, you know, seeing us uh, contributing to, you know, not only our community's health and wellness, but but society as a whole. And it's, you know, it's beautiful to see. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So true. So I'm going I'm to shift us into our dope quote. And it's really not a quote today. Um, today okay. is, is more of a statement. And, and it, so I like how you kind of, <laughs> the segue from social media into this, because this is when I first heard this term, um, and since we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk a little bit about mental health today, and and self care, and and all the things around that space, especially for Black men. I think this is a, a really important kind of. I, I don't know if it's more of a statement, um, and kind of a question, question statement. But I want to get okay. your take on this. Um, a lot of people are saying terms like uh, "it's okay to not be okay," and I oh right, and I sat back and I was like, "Well, what the hell do that mean?" Like what, mm-hmm. what? I mean, it sounds simple, right? It's okay to not be okay, but first, that that would, in turn, means that you know that you're not okay, right? And then second, that you have a realization of that, and what does that constitute? You knowing, and then it being okay for you not to be okay. So, what does that make you have a different action, or does it? What what does that? What does that statement mean to you when you hear it? Man, I love that. I love that. It's okay to not be okay. <laughs> you know, the first thing that comes to mind is it's you acknowledging that you're human. Mm-hmm. It's that it's that simple from the from the beginning for me because there's so um, so much pressure that we get from so many different sources yeah. to be on top, to be grinding, to be about to hustle. To be winning, you know, securing the bag, you know, all of these other phrases. And that that suggests that you're doing well, that that uh, you're prospering. But it's okay to not be okay. One of the things that I think it suggests is you have permission. You're giving yourself permission for your full humanity to be expressed. There are times when you are down, when you might be grieving, where you are tired, mm-hmm. and it might last longer than a day or two. And it's okay. Yeah. And it's important to acknowledge it because awareness is part, or, or I would say maybe a lack of awareness is part of some of the challenges we experience with not addressing our problems, our, our mental health, uh, which sometimes can turn into mental illness. It's okay to not be okay, which means now you have the opportunity to do something about it. You've acknowledged it. You can share that with others. You can create boundaries so that you can heal. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I love that statement. I think it's the beginning of a path uh, uh, to wellness that, that, might, that might be a shift in the culture. Um, mm-hmm. because there, there's been times where 
that's not been, it hasn't felt okay to acknowledge that we're not okay. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I was as you were speaking. I, I I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, it's it's actually giving yourself the 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 okay. It's <laughs> saying, you know what? That's right. <laughs> it's cool that you ain't cool right now. You should go ahead That's and relax. Right. Or you should go ahead and continue mm-hmm. rest. But don't stress over, you know, the fact that whatever this is, that that pressure or that stressor is that it's affecting you in a human way. And it's okay to have a human emotion and it's okay for you to deal with it the way that you're dealing with it. However that may yep. be. Hmm. That, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's acceptance on, on a level that, um, you know, again, it's just been challenging in this society, particularly as black folks, um, to to admit. But it's a distress tolerance skill, though, to mm. say, I'm not okay. It's how you begin to manage it in a way that may prevent a small or a moderate stressor from overwhelming you and becoming something much more serious and traumatic. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up there. I like that. So in thinking about that, I want to transition from from just that topic or that that particular statement into something that we wanted to talk about today, which is self um, self-care. And right. what that really means. Because I, I I'll tell you, you know, when you when when I know when I think about it, I always think about women and moms and 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 um women that have all these pressures that that are are listed for them, things that they have to do, like they work and they take care of families and and like all the things that they do. It usually has this connotation to me that revolves around women and Mm -hmm. and having like self-care days and things like that. What, what does that look like for a man? Like, like in the, in the context of how that whole self-care, I would say term or terminology or even thought process came about. How, how does that relate to men? Black men, particularly. Well, yeah. No, I appreciate you starting starting it out like that because I think that that has been a barrier to to men being able to fully uh, appreciate and engage in self care practices. The discussions, the language, um, the images, uh, to many have felt gendered. And like you said, self care day. You start getting ideas of. You know, pedicures and massages. (laughs) You know, it's a spa day, right? At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. No, but 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 self-care is is simply understanding the difference between your needs and wants and addressing your needs, your critical needs, things that are important for your survival. And so when you think about it in that way, it's like, okay, that opens up the conversation for a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Self-care now becomes about, it also includes and maybe centers those, that food, clothes, and shelter. 
Mm, you know, it's not about means. it's not it's right. It it, it doesn't conjure that definition. Those things don't conjure up images of of the things that we just that we just talked about. So if you if you think about it in that way, it's like, OK, so me not skipping breakfast might be that's self-care. The, wow. You know, the, the have, how often have we heard the most important meal of the day? But how many do you know that skip it regularly? Mm-hmm. Because I got to I got to grind. I got to I got to hustle. You know, I grab a cup of coffee and I'm out. I'm, I'm on it or yeah. just nothing. Altogether. So when when if you think about it in that way. Then you're talking about addressing those things that are important to your survival. And what's important to black men's survival, prioritizing our needs. So once we talk about food, clothes, and shelter, then we're also talking about our social, our interpersonal relationships. <clears throat> Excuse me. Those are important. What is what are our how are our relationships addressing our needs? Mm. Do we understand the differences between those needs and wants? Are we able to connect with um, other brothers and sisters, our children? Are we having a clear and effective communication with our partners? Um, so there's there's a there's a big umbrella under you know what self care is, and for for black men, I think it's really important um, to realize that you can't consistently. Uh, practice self-care, be effective with it if you do it alone. Hmm. Because I think maybe one of the images that people also have that I want to dispel is that this is sort of an individualized thing. Yeah. You know, self-care means sort of separating, isolating. It's all, it's about me. I'm, I'm taking care of myself. But if you're, if your focus is on just addressing those needs and wants, and you understand how wellness and 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 success uh, is achieved in this society. We don't do it alone, and self care is no different. Wow. You need a self care homeboy, partner. You need a self care dream team because you can't address your social, emotional, spiritual, physical, artistic self care needs consistently by yourself. Hmm. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That is, that's a, so, now you dispelling some myths now, right? Because, because <laughs> you, you know, it, like, if you, like, starting from where we started from in the conversation, like, the first thing is, right. is women. Second thing mm-hmm. is, it's always solo. It's like, oh, they're going to get their hair done, their nails done, a right. spa day or something. Me right? time. Yeah, Me time. It, it's like a long yeah. time is, is what is you think it is. Which is but not sufficient. Mm. So you flipped it, because it's, 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 and when you think about the depth of your basic needs, and it, mm-hmm. it does. Like, if you think of almost all your basic needs, there is always some other person or body involved in that. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. I kind of, I like, I like, I like how you, how you flip the, the, the definition of what, you know, traditionally or what maybe it has been known to kind of be perceived to be. Because it's, yes. it's very different. 
But you know what? Do you think that makes it more accessible to black men if you think about it in that way? Absolutely. Because it actually okay. it actually makes it more, to me, it makes it more masculine. It makes it, it more something my basic needs have to be met in order for me to be able to provide for others that are around me. Like, I, I have mm-hmm. to be able to to do these certain things. And, and I, I, I was sitting here and I was thinking about, like, cultivating, like, relationships, like the relationships right. that you have with individuals that are important to you. And then in the hustle and bustle and grind of the day, of the weeks, of the months, of the quarters, right, when you start to think about, do you, have you really done that? Is you, are you grinding so much and you trying to provide so much that you aren't necessarily investing the right level of time, effort, and energy into the individual people that you care about or, or that love mm-hmm. you that you need to to continue to power you to, to, to move forward? And I think that's a, that's a hell of a, a, a perspective right there. Like that, to think that is self-care. Right. It's very different than, than, you know, that traditional, the traditional or uh, <laughs> thought that, that may be out there. Cause, cause men generally, you know, men wouldn't say we do self-care, right? Like that's not right. something that a man just be like, <laughs> Hey brother, you know, give me one of self-care days today. They don't do that. Yep. No, nope. don't do that at all. But, yeah, but if if you know if you oh I'm sorry go ahead oh no 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 go ahead go ahead this is all you my man go ahead yes no so one one of the things I'm thinking about j- just to give an example so if if it's important for you to sort of activate yourself get the juices flowing in the morning for you to be productive and have a good day then hitting the gym take going for a run and uh, any kind of exercise in the morning. With the earbuds on, regardless of what you got going, but something maybe motivating. You know, mm-hmm. if 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 you need to hear some dead prayers, some <laughs> tribe called quest, some public enemy, and you yeah. got them blasting, you have sounds, images, uh, you have uh, an opportunity to get the, the blood flowing. You you you're lifting what whatever you're doing, lifting weights, and you you know how good it feels to come right. out and exercise. Uh, yeah, yep. You so accomplished something for the day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you've addressed your 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 emotional and psychological wellness because you feel good. You feel like you can take on the day. You've addressed your physical needs because you have uh you've gotten that that cardio in, or you you you've gotten um some workout to your to your muscles. That's self-care and mm-hmm. not getting that workout in consistently and making excuses for not doing it is going to land you into a space of, of inconsistent self-care, which is going to lead to the challenges and problems that we, that we see too often among black men in terms of health and, and, and quality of life. Ah, uh, so I like this term, right? This, this, because you you've pointed it out about two or three times, and it was it's consistent. It's like the consistency of it. It's almost like you you and and this is a question more of do you build it into somewhat of a routine of of maybe what mm-hmm. that looks like for a black man? Like, because um, because you know working out is 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 important for your physical physical health, and sometimes even you know when you think about it, your mental health as well. But yeah, but that's one component of it, right? Like, is it that's is one it, piece. When you think consistency, is that like a, a like like what what would you consider consistent in, in self care for 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 us as fellows, right? Yeah, that's that's an excellent question. 
And you can, if, if you're, if I'm thinking about someone new to this self-care space, mm-hmm. I would say, do this, just start by doing this, wake up every morning and ask yourself this question. What do I need today? Mm. Period. <laughs> and you will get into the habit of being able to distinguish your wants from your needs. You don't need that sweet potato pie. <laughs> you wanted it. <laughs> what you need is a nutritious meal to activate your brain, to assist your focus and concentration and energy level because you got this big meeting. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you need to to connect with your boys? Do y'all, you know, if you have not hung out with them, you're able to bounce ideas off of them. You're able to get a good workout in. Y'all chop it up about relationship issues when you hit the gym and play ball safely in COVID. (laughs) But the (laughs) point is that's distinguished from something else that might be considered a want. If you get into the habit of just waking up and asking yourself that question, what do I need today? You are on the path of being able to practice effective self-care consistently instead of inconsistently where you have stretches of good self-care, but then you get sidetracked by all of the things that challenge us in life. Racism, patriarchy, Mm-hmm. Uh, grieving the loss of, of of family, friends, and and loved ones, those things stress us. But when you have a strategic self care plan that you can build and develop over time, once you're more aware of your needs, then those things are less disruptive. Doesn't mean you won't grieve. It doesn't mean you you know you won't um, be impacted by it. Yeah. But you don't want that to take you three, four months in a different direction to where now you're 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 inconsistently practicing self care. Yeah, and I like the <laughs> that it's a simple function, like one simple thing to ask yourself every day. Yep, one simple question to ask yourself every day when you wake up. If you do that, now, now that could generate a whole bunch of thought, right? Like that could go 30, 40 minutes oh, yeah. of thought and then, hey, I, I need this, this, and this. But that, even just the exercise of that is kind of showing you a little bit about who you are or what you what you think you need when you may not have ever even really asked yourself that question that way. And then to right. do it every day? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's what happens with, with things that you do routinely. And you, and you may find what you just said that you're spending too much time doing that, but then you realize that you need to make that a five-minute or a 10-minute exercise. Mm-hmm. And you also um, can start to learn, okay, the differences between needs and wants. And if you're right. still having trouble with that, that's where the, uh, the, your, your cadre, your, your, your team, um, the people who are experts, the people who have practiced it more consistently come in. You got to reach out. Yeah. It's like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm having trouble kind of prioritizing my needs at the beginning of the day. I'm kind of 
thinking that this is a need, but it's it's probably a want. You know, get some advice, get some support for those who are a little bit further along the path and have some knowledge and experience and skills to share with you. But I'm telling you, asking that question is revolutionary because Mm -hmm. you probably don't ask yourself that question that often. And you probably get it asked from other people even less often than that. How, when's the last time someone asked you what you needed? What do you need? Brother, what do you need? Right. Right. We I don't can't, hear I that can't, I can't, as re- black I can't men. recall a time that that exactly. has happened in the, the, the last three months. <laughs> right. Not, not, not in the context of you as a, as a, as a person, but it's generally in the context of work. Yeah, exactly. Or, oh, yeah. You might be on a team at work, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or a project or something. Oh, what do you need? Mm-hmm. Or what can I or help with? Or it may come in times of distress. Like if they know you lost a, a family member, you mm-hmm. might get it then. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. You, you might not, like you said, you might not hear that for long stretches of time. Mm-hmm. That is something there. So, so, it, it, so thinking about this journey of, of, of the self-care journey, right? As a black man, let's say mm-hmm. I don't do any of that. Like, let's say I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm doing what I normally do every day in and out. Um, and I don't, I really don't do any self-care because I think a lot of, a lot of us black men generally, mm-hmm. and if we do it, we don't consider it self-care. So we don't, we right. haven't, we haven't qualified it or put it into that, into that bucket. And, and we probably aren't asking ourselves that question, that first question to, to even get it kicked off. What's mm-hmm. the what's the co- like long standing consequence, right? Like you know it, the tactical, like immediate day to day stuff. That's that's kind of just normal. But like long term, if we as black men don't do some sort of self care, what happens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's a a very important question, and it's you know very sad and tragic to see what that looks like because. All of these um, challenges around health and quality of life start to become in clear view and focus. If we just start off with with chronic health conditions that mm. are preventable, and I'm sure you've heard them and have talked about them and have seen them before. We're talking about diabetes. Yeah. We're talking about hypertension. You know, mm-hmm. high blood pressure. We're talking about heart disease. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they're described as lifestyle illnesses because much of what you do, the environments and communities that you inhabit and spend time in contribute to those things. And I don't want there to be any mistake or confusion. I completely understand that we don't make our decisions in a vacuum. We're in a society that has often been hostile to our survival. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yep. But but our decisions have some of these have these consequences. But we're also talking about consistently not practicing self-care leading to mental and behavioral health problems. And so I'm talking about depression. I'm talking about anxiety. I'm talking about trauma. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about alcohol and drug addiction. Mm -hmm. When you consistently, uh, when you're not consistently practicing self-care, it can lead 
to these conditions, a poor quality of life overall, and early death. Mm. That's that that's what we're talking about when we look at um, you know, black men, for example, being having some very low mental health help seeking behaviors. Yeah. We are amongst the uh we, we represent a group that seeks help for our mental health challenges least often. Mm-hmm. We're not reaching out. And effective self-care means realizing that if you say, okay, uh, I'm not okay. Remember that statement yeah, we absolutely. talked about earlier. If yeah. you say I'm not okay and you don't respond with addressing some of your mental and emotional health needs, and you consistently don't do anything about it, then now you're looking at a more significant and intense mental health problem like some of the ones that I just listed. And with men in particular, Mm -hmm. men men commit 90% of the homicides. We're 77% of the victims. We're more likely to die by suicide. Mm. So if you talk about men in particular and our relationship with violence, that often comes because we suppress certain emotions, unacceptable quote-unquote emotions. Doing so is psychologically harmful. We often use aggression and physical force as the key ingredients to solving our problems. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see, uh, in part, that's why you see some some of these uh, some of these sobering statistics. Uh, so that, I think that's those are some of the unfortunate cons- consequences. Wow, I think I mean that, that's that's powerful, right? Like you you've correlated like a, the potential cause of you know individuals not and men particularly the black men particularly not you know, putting a focus on self-care into mm-hmm. all these long-standing issues that have been plaguing or affecting our community for some time for us as black men. And I think if 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 that that one exercise, like, and I'm, I'm just kind of rewinding in my mind, that one exercise, sure if we truly did that one exercise, we could probably have a, make a dramatic difference in what those numbers look like over time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you um hear about the um Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The sh- uh the shooting that happened at the mall. Uh it was at the theater. I think it was Oh at yeah. Dips. I was yeah. yeah I it heard was over about a seat that. dispute. Crazy, you know, over a seat dispute. So if we have the tools, if we have the the, the wherewithal to address our problems, you know, more peacefully, if we have conflict resolution skills, you know, if you're an angry person, you're probably aware of your temper, Mm -hmm. you know. And I'm not suggesting, again, that this that whole incident was all about self-care. But being able to address your own anger problems is an important part of having a, an effective, uh, 
self-care practice and a, and a good quality of life. Yeah. There's so many, yep. uh, uh, um, you know, uh, outcomes of that. Like if you wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I need to resolve that business dispute with Daryl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've let it fester. Right, for too long. about this shit right. for too long. Like, I want to punch you him know? in the face, right? I'm liable to smack him the next time I see him. Mm-hmm. But you're suppressing it, you know? You don't bring your issue, and it com- it turns into something that it doesn't doesn't have to. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate when I see certain things that are happening to us in, in society and in the world, whether whether you're talking about violent encounters with law enforcement, with each other, uh, uh, in, in domestic situations, you know, domestic violence. I, I see, def- I obviously see the, 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 um, the wrong that is happening in the, in the, in the, um, the, the restorative justice that needs to occur in these yeah. situations. But I, but I see men who are bent and broken in terms of their own health. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I see it when I'm working with them on, um, you know, with boys and men, uh, in, in the therapy context. Yeah. And, and, and they're sharing these things with me. Um, mm. and so, you know, I've worked in the prison system. I've seen it from both spectrums. Wow. Wow. So that, that, that kind of leads me into, to, I think, the obvious thought process for us as black men across, <laughs> across the nation and across the globe. Like, how, mm-hmm. do you, how do you, because, you know, leaving the thought process of it being women only, yeah. how do you get more men? Or, or what, do you, what do you think the, the, the way or method to get more men kind of focused in on what, that means or, 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 or what self-care is for them personally and then exploring the, the, the exercises in order to, to truly begin to consistently execute against, you know, self-care plans for yourself. Like, how do you think we, we, get, we get our brothers to, to embrace that? You know what? I think part of the answer is what we've we've done already mm-hmm. as, we, as we've done in this conversation. We need to expand the definition and the scope of what it is, yeah. you know, and what it isn't and, and, and what it can be. Because to me, that's an issue of access. If we can't access self-care because of our perception of it, because of our stigmas about it, mm-hmm. then we're not interested in having that discussion. Right. That, right. You know, we're not going to come to the table if you're saying, um, you know, we're about to have a spa day. Bruh, I love you, but I'm not going to get my toes done with you. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm cool on that, right? Like, no, nah, bruh. <laughs> but you know, if, if, but, but if, but if you are, if you, and I've seen these and been of a, been a part of them. If you've had, if you've seen like schools, they'll invite, they'll have like a donuts for dads, you know? Yeah. So as they're dropping their children off in the morning, they come, they grab a donut, you know, you get, could have been a healthier option, but you got them there, right? <laughs> you got them in there, right. Yep. You know, you got them there with some donuts and coffee. That might be a time to check in, you know? I think there are um, different platforms now. You know, the, the millennials catch it. They get a hard, 
they catch a, a tough break from us. You know, we don't give them no slack. Gen X, which I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm claiming. But one of the things that they got to get credit for is making it more acceptable. And I'm talking about the men in particular, black men, to have safe spaces and places where we can talk about these things, mm-hmm. you know, and it's less stigmatized to say, I'm not okay and it's okay. Mm-hmm. I think creating spaces for us to engage and share with each other the, the 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 challenges that we're having, but also strategies to address it, is so important. And the more visible, I think that that is done, I think that invites other uh, other men, other black men, to say, "Yeah, you know what? This does speak to me. This resonates uh, with me." I'm going to give you a quick, quick Mm. example of something that I'm doing now. I am doing this. uh, um, I'm the interventionist, the facilitator for for a program that is working with retired NFL athletes who are dealing with chronic pain. Mm. They have tried medicines. They have had, you know, substance use challenges. They have done all these things to address their pain, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But they, and so they say, you know, I'll give this, give this a shot. And we've done it virtually, but they come into this space and I think it would shock some people to learn some of the conversations I'm having with these, I'm talking about run the gamut, running backs, defensive linemen, you know, who some have retired long ago and some who have retired a few years ago, talking about the pain that they're experiencing. But Mm. then being open to some of the strategies that I'm suggesting about reducing their pain, which is increasing some of their self-care behaviors. And then before the program is over, talking about how they're using some of these uh, strategies to relieve their pain. We want them to reach for a behavior, not a pill. And to see them actually doing that, I think is so important. And all we've done is create a space for them to feel comfortable talking about it. Wow. So th- this is not just physical. Is this physical pain or is this... You so know- this is... this is Physical pain is the main reason that a lot of them sign up for it. But when we get in there, we talk about the relationship between emotional health and physical health, you know? Because mm. if you having back problems and spasms all day long, you ain't going to be in a good mood and you're not going to have, <laughs> you're not going to be effective at work. You're going to kick the dog. It's not going to be good. Yeah. And when you're talking about men who've experienced this over and over and over, and like I said, some um, have unfortunately gone through um, challenges with uh, addiction and, but realizing I, I can't keep doing this. This is, this is causing problems in my relationships and yeah. my marriage. You see, so you see that relationship between how pain can exacerbate, you know, the mental and emotional quality of life uh, as well. And so it's just been really, really beautiful to see, you know, these guys get into this space and really embrace and understand the relationship between their their physical health uh, and, and the strategies that they're using to reduce that pain, but also improving and enhancing their mental well-being also. Wow. Wow. I can definitely see that. 
I could say, if your back hurt, you're going to kick the dog. <laughs> like the dog back. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everybody going to get Everybody get gets work. up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 And yep. that's physical pain. But but it's, it's funny because you can also correlate that to, to you know, mental or, or spiritual or, or emotional pain, too. Like, everybody going to get this work. They move hand in hand. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it, it's it's funny. So, so... I would, as our listeners kind of digest this this content, it, it is, um, and I didn't, you know, and me personally, I didn't even realize that, that it's it, it is as important as it is as it relates to like, like not just the day to day, but the long term implications of you being able to truly take care of yourself as a, mm-hmm. as a man, right? And yeah. you know, when you think about that, it becomes it starts to become even more increasingly important, and um. I, I was sitting here and I was I was thinking about like strategic self self care, right? Like consistency over a long period of time generally mm-hmm. has more of a strategic approach to how to, your outlook on you know how you're going to take care of yourself. Do you right. any any perspective on maybe the strategic aspect of that or or, or long term aspect of that? Oh no, that's 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 um. That's number one. I mean, and, and, I, and I've talked about it a little bit, like with that simple question. You know, if you're mm-hmm. trying to address your self-care consistently and not have these peaks and valleys where yeah. you do well and then, you you know, and, and, and then you have to bounce back from something that was, you know, that was uh, devastating uh, or, or stressful. Uh, it is uh, pri- prioritizing um, all of the things that, that's going to keep you alive. It's sort of, it's focusing inward instead of on external sources, mm-hmm. you know, which often leads to wasted energy and effort. I'm sure you heard that term self-medicate. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So what do we do when we self-medicate? We, 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 we reach for that bottle of Hennessy, you know, mm-hmm. we, um, we, we engage in behaviors that put our health at risk. You know, we indulge. We um, might d- try to do things that distract us from the, the pain that we're experiencing, but doesn't alleviate uh, the pain or address the need that the pain is is resulting from. Mm-hmm. And so, it's really about focusing inward. I, I'll give you an example. One of the um, one of the uh, consistent challenges I hear from people relates to the stress that comes from overexposure to social media. Yeah. Because everybody seems to be up. The best face, yep. the best, you know, what's happening in your life. If you are, um, you know, looking at social media, most of what you see, um, uh, what some people are, are saying that they're seeing are uh, just these uh, um, amazing achievements <laughs> and successes that people have had. That is and so you sitting there, look, what the hell is wrong with me? Right. Like, is every look, is everybody winning like all the time? <laughs> <laughs> this and is not a true reflection like of life. Struggling. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. not. It's the representative. Mm-hmm. But I've seen several of those guys come up with the uh, with the solution or, or, or response to say, I need to take a break. 
I need to get off social media. But not just get off. I'm going rock climbing now. I've started to write that book that I, you know, was Mm -hmm. focused on five, six years ago. I have connected with my partner. Now we're cooking a new dish every weekend together. Yeah. I've yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've yep. started reading more. I've created a more um peaceful, relaxing environment in my house. You know, some brothers you walk in their house, mm-hmm. you think they just moved in. Ain't nothing on the wall. <laughs> There's it's it's not a space that, that, that says who they are. Mm-hmm. Decluttering, you want to feng shui the house, you got time to do that if you're not scrolling through Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat, and TikTok all the time. Yeah, yeah. So realizing that you have um, some needs that you can uh, address puts you in a position to identify these opportunities. If yeah. you're thinking about your needs, if you if you're waking up saying, "Dang, I'm I'm tired." Okay, <laughs> maybe you're not getting enough sleep. <laughs> it sounds so simple, don't it? It sounds, doesn't it? It doesn't sounds it? so simple. You, 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 and I say, hey, just just do a sleep log. Just record how many hours of sleep you get over the next five days. Mm-hmm. And you come back with four and a half to five, bro, that's not going to get it. Right. That's why you sleepy. <laughs> that's, that's why, why you, you sleepy. And, and not only sleepy, cranky, irritated. Mm-hmm. Your creativity is lackluster. Yep. It's having an impact on your relationships. You need to get some more rest. It's you know what you things. <laughs> Because yeah, you're sleepy. sleepy. And it's so funny. Some people have these <laughs> eureka moments like, wow, it's that simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> right. And it, 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 you know what? It's funny you say that. Like, it it, 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 it sounds so simple. It sounds like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I should ask myself, you know, what do I need today? Right. That sounds very simple, right? Like, it's, but you got to answer a, it. You do. You do. <laughs> And, and if you get good at it, you have some things on your list that you know you need. You don't have. It's like you know. It's like other things that you that you develop skills with. Mm-hmm. You know, you right. start to get more automatic. It starts to become routine. I think you used that word earlier. Yeah, yeah. you're starting to have things on your schedule that are needs that you address, and they become priorities, which means you have to create boundaries. Yes. Yes. If you if it's important for you to not look at TV or to work while eating lunch, then that, you just got to be like, you know what? Sorry, can we push that meeting fifteen minutes? It's uh, it, you know I need to finish lunch. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna tell you one right. of the things I hate is a working lunch. I I even hate saying it. Working mm-hmm. lunch. I understand it's important sometimes, <laughs> but I do not like them. <laughs> like I think I think you you with me and probably five thousand, five million other people in the world who's like, that's the stupidest thing. We should never do working oh lunch. Oh my god. You shouldn't do that. Working lunch. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. You should no, be lunching I at am... lunch. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. You shouldn't be working at lunch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Enjoy that, see, that you, moment. I'm not working. If, if it's 15 minutes, if it's 20, it might not even be the whole time. Get what you can get. But you go, you're going to realize that once you start prioritizing your needs, that other people are going to notice and you're going to have to enforce boundaries. 
so that you can continue to be consistent because obviously things are going to come up, you know? Yeah. Some things you can anticipate, some stuff comes out the blue. But if you have a plan, if you know how to bounce back, because you know that if you experience a particular uh, event or a particular piece of uh, some type of stress, you know the mm-hmm. things that that center you. You know, it might be um, working out. It might be um, uh, uh, getting a meal at your favorite restaurant. Yeah. It might be a particular song that calms you. Yeah. You know, and, and it kind of centers you and, and, and makes you feel good. It might be that auntie that gives the most awesome advice or maybe her voice is just soothing to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but you, but you yep. know it because you've been practicing good self care. Yep, yep. And 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 those seem like such they're personalized, but they're simple things that you can define as needs that you have. That's right, and fulfill them. And I, I man, I, I it, it seems, and I know we're coming on, we're coming into that, into that, that, that last phase of our time together. Yeah, yeah. On the episode. But I, I mm-hmm. it, it it is super important um, that this one concept, this one thing that we do for for ourselves as black men, that we commit to 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 things like this because it's really a commitment to yourself. It is <laughs> literally. So in mm-hmm. that, what what? So in our closing, right? What would you leave if you could if you could talk to every black man? Right now, if you could, you could be like a direct channel into every black man in the world's ear right now, and they couldn't turn you mm-hmm. off. They had to listen. Like everybody had, they was tuned in. It was like automatic, and their attention was a hundred percent focused on your words. Yeah. What would you tell the black men right now? What would you tell? Them? I would tell them to prioritize fulfilling their needs on a daily basis. I would tell them, if you don't know how to start, take a baby step. It's something very simple, which could be asking that question. What do I need today? Do it over and over and over in the morning before you wake up and before you reach for your phone before you, uh, you know, get out of bed and go brush your teeth, get in the habit of starting your day with a focus on your needs. And I promise you, you will get into the habit of not only understanding and knowing what they are, but under, but making a, dis- a distinction between your needs and your wants and then fulfilling them on a day-to-day basis you'll start to see some changes in your life. Mm. That that's that's powerful. That's powerful there. Well well you know what doc? We're going to do this 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 one last component. Now, mm-hmm. how can all of our listeners get a hold of you or reach out to you on on social media or email mm-hmm. or, or however mm-hmm. you would want them to connect with you? What would you want to well, let them know how to get in contact with you? Absolutely, absolutely. So I am uh, Dr. Brian McGregor. You can reach me at uh, on Instagram at drbmcgregor. That's B M C G 
R-E-G-O-R, the same on Instagram. And I'm going to give my um, my email to uh, the uh, Acoma Counseling and Consulting. And it's B McGregor at Acoma, A-K-O-M-A counseling.com. Perfect. Perfect. Well, you know what, Wild Black Family? Another dope episode. You got an amazing homework assignment. Um, we love y'all. Peace. And we out. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.